1: Glad to have you with us on Hometown Radio as we march through the afternoon. I'm Dave Congleton. At 505 Jeff Bliss comments on uh, new research that shows that by the end of this year, a third of all U.S. newspapers, newspapers that were here in 2005, they're going to be gone. And what about TV? What about radio? we got a lot to cover. Uh, Joseph at 605 uh, makes a case that um, the United States should stop all funding for Israel. That's his opinion. It is a Dave Congleton show. Always your hometown radio talk show. Always good to be in conversation with Lisa Kocher, the one, the only, the travel girl. She travels to join us now. <laughs> Lisa, happy new year!
2: Hi, happy new year, everybody. How are you? I'm good. How You're, are you? I'm all right. You're always
1: so up, upbeat and positive.
2: I try. I try. What's the sense of being miserable, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So let's uh, let's kind of dive into it. I'm assuming that people are traveling now beyond COVID that, uh, hey, let's go jump the car, hop in a plane. We're traveling, right?
2: Oh, my God. Last year was a banner year, 2023. Oh, my God. Was, was, and, and this year, too, it's starting off really good. People are traveling. And not only are they traveling, but they're traveling as families. We have groups of, like, uh, multi-generational um a bunch I have a, seven women cousins are going to Italy. You know, so it's it's cool the way people are you know, after the pandemic, people are just like, you know what, let's do this. Let's go on our dream trip, let's go on our bucket list trip. Life's short.
1: Yeah. Let's do it now while we can. So is it exactly too, is it too late to plan for this year? Should I be focused no, now on twenty twenty five? Not at all. all right.
2: No. No, 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 no. No, the I mean no, it's not too late to plan for this year. It's, 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 it's the 4th of January. No. Mm-mm. Absolutely. We can find something for you. Hmm. I uh, wouldn't. Like, if you want to go like to some of the major places, like the summer, like Italy, Greece, you know, I won't wait too long to book it. But, you know, if you do by, like, March, you should be fine for the summer.
1: We had um, uh, the head of the Chamber of Commerce call into the show during the opening hour, and we were chatting off air for a second. And he's just back from a river cruise around Germany. I said, "Well, how was your cruise?" He said, "Well, we had a great cruise, but I would never do that again because it was so cold." He was uh, wanting to do this river cruise of Germany, which I've heard wonderful things about. But here, it he I've went, done that. He went and did it in December, and he said he would never do it again.
2: Well, it depends. Um, I've done a river cruise uh, in France in December, and I loved it. First of all, it's cheaper. <laughs> And second of all, I don't know when he went. Did he go like during Christmas? Like, you know, uh, if you go like the beginning of December, the, the ships are decorated beautifully and it is cold, but it's real cozy. It's just it's it's lovely. But, you know, if you don't like the cold, you're not going to like you're not going to like it. I don't mind the cold. You know, if you want to just it's just an experience and the and the river cruise of Germany is amazing. It's called the Castles on the Rhine. Gorgeous. You see the castles, it's beautiful. Well, Germany's I, so magical.
1: I, I'm at the point after uh, going to Greece and Israel, a trip that you helped us with um, in mostly early September, I think I'm done with warm weather travel because it was just too hot.
2: And crowded.
1: Yeah, hot crowded and crowded.
2: Was, how crowded was Acropolis when you got there?
1: Oh, uh, the guide told us that uh, in the summertime... They only offer tours in the morning because it's too hot in the afternoon. So, in a typical morning, they will have eight thousand people at the Acropolis. So it's like yeah, a, it's like it's a, a cattle call. it's a cattle call.
2: A lot of these, a lot of the, a lot of the countries now are going to start limiting cruise ships coming in because that's it's it's crazy. It's not fun. You can't see it. You can't get the feel for it because there's too many people around. And a lot of, even in Italy, in a lot of the the places in Italy, they don't want all those big cruise ships anymore because the the people in the town don't like it. It, it, It's just too much. It's too crowded for the people that are going and staying in hotels. It it makes it miserable.
1: Well, it's interesting you mentioned it because a friend of mine uh, booked a cruise around Japan for next year, and she got mm -hmm. a notification. I forget which cruise line she's on, but um, the cruise line wrote to her they're changing the whole itinerary. And missing some of the ports because the the ships aren't going to be able to go into ports anymore.
2: Right, that's what I just said. Yeah, yeah, they're going to they're going to start limiting the amount of ships because it's too much. It's it, especially get these massive ships. You have two, three thousand people on the ship, and then the people that are actually at the resorts can't even enjoy it because there's too many people around. It's just not it's not conducive to anything. It's not good hmm. for anybody.
1: Uh, Lisa Kocher is with us. How do people find you, Lisa?
2: Uh, you can uh, email me at Lisa the travel girl at gmail or i 'm on face uh, Instagram at uh, Lisa the Travel girl yeah. or they can contact you
1: yeah i'll be glad to hook <laughs> you up well, just uh, as a testimonial, John Lindsay and his wife are going to Australia for a few weeks in march April somewhere in there, and they came yep. to you and you put together the trip for them.
2: Yeah, they're going to have a lovely time. They're going to have a wonderful time. They're going to the Great Barrier Reef. They're going to Melbourne. They're going to Sydney. They're going to do a hot air balloon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be wonderful. A hot air balloon. That's a, that's, a, see, that's a bucket list trip. That's what I'm telling you. People, I just had honeymooners go to um, Southeast Asia. They went to Singapore, Vietnam, Cambodia, and Thailand for a month for their honeymoon. People are just, you know, let's do it. What the heck? It's only money. Instead of spending money on crap you don't need, clothes, shoes, makeup, you know what I mean? They're spending it on travel experiences. That's what people want to spend their money on now, young people, especially millennials.
1: Well, that's interesting you say that because coming in on the Stahlberg text line, a listener has a theory. The reason travel is way up right now is because people were so cabin crazy during the pandemic, they've decided to use their discretionary cash on travel instead of restaurants.
2: Hmm. That makes sense. It makes sense. And yeah, I'm telling you, since the pandemic. But I think people also just took a look inward and said, you know what? Life's short. We could have died during the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like, let's go do what we wanted to do. I'm telling you, last year I had a group of 19 old cousins go to Italy. I have a group of seven going this year. I had a family of 25 take their mother to Bermuda for her 80th birthday. It's it's like a multi uh, doing a lot of multi generational, which is really interesting and really cool when did, you think about it.
1: Did they bring her back? They took her. Did they bring her back?
2: Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. We
1: got uh, Paul and Ariana Grande cool. <laughs> on KBC. Hey,
0: Paul. How are you? We're good. What's up? Good. Thanks. Uh, question: um, I've always wanted to go to Iceland, the Faroe Islands, and Norway. Uh, is there a best time of year to go? And would you recommend that? That kind of a, a jaunt across uh, the Northern Arctic,
1: sort of. Yeah, could you hear that, Lisa? Iceland, Faroe Islands, uh, Norway?
2: Uh, yeah, Iceland is so popular right now, so popular. I just had two people go, they stayed 10 days, they rented a car. So you can either rent a car or you can have like a driver, but if you're up to it, like rent a car and you can see everything, you go all to different areas of the, um, the Blue Lagoon's been closed because of that volcano. But it should yeah, open that. again.
0: Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. What
2: about I And then Iceland yes, going then over to Portland. Norway from there? Yes, of course you could do that. Hang if you, on, yeah, Lisa, if you have yeah. the time, anything could be done.
1: Hang on, Lisa. Go ahead, Paul.
0: Is it is it possible to, to drop by the Faroe Islands on the way across?
2: Uh, have, I'd have to look have, into that. I'm not sure, but I don't see why okay. not. Any anything could be done if you have the time.
0: What yeah. I'm what sure. year would you say there. to go?
2: It, it's near it's right in Denmark, right? Isn't that Denmark?
0: Well, and it's it's right in between. It's in the middle of the the ocean, in between um, Iceland and Norway. But what's a what's a good time to go? I went
1: Give to a, yeah, Paul. I went to Iceland in May, and it was yeah. perfect because it was warm enough, but the tourists hadn't come yet. If you wait to June, July, and August, the summer months, it's going to be very crowded. But you can go okay. in May. And my advice to you about Iceland: Just ask yourself a question. Would you like to spend days in a one large national park? If the answer is yes, then you want to go to Iceland because it's just one big national park.
0: Okay, because Torres del Paine. You have to be. You have
1: to be be outdoorsy. Yeah, you got to be outdoorsy. She's right. I'm outdoorsy. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. In the summer, in like July and August, it's about fifty-five degrees Fahrenheit.
1: Yeah, but it's crowded.
2: It's a, and then in June, it's 24 day, hours of daylight. And I had people go in September, and they loved it, but it was chilly. Yeah.
0: I go well, for bed. I, I, I hear we have coats. You know, we can wear a coat, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Paul, feel free to email me at dave at 920kvc.com. I can answer specific questions you might have about Iceland. Appreciate the call. We move on. we got Mark in Shell Beach. Hey, Mark.
0: Hey, Dave. How you
1: doing? Well, good, Mark. Thank you.
0: But, hey, I have done four river cruises now, three of them through Europe in November. Uh, well, I've done the Danube in Germany and the Baltics, and I've also done the south of France. Uh, I didn't find the weather. It's a little chilly, but it wasn't that bad. As you know, we talked. I had I did one through Southeast Asia last November, and I've already got mine booked for next year, Oktoberfest, in, in uh, Germany, France, and Switzerland.
1: Wow. What do you think about that, Lisa?
2: That's that's when I've done river cruises. I've done river cruises in November. I usually go around my birthday. I've done the Danube. I've done the Rhine. I've done the um oh the Moselle. I did uh, Southeast Asia. I Did the Mekong River. Yep. Uh, what else Just have I back. done? I did. I've been on well, five river cruises. I, mean, I did 14th. in Venice. I went around Venice. Uh,
0: go ahead, Mark. When is your birthday, Lisa? Mine's the fourteenth of November. I traveled for my birthday.
2: A tenth. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, dear. Absolutely. And and the uh, Mekong (laughs) was
0: magnificent. It was an incredible trip to Cambodia, Vietnam and Thailand. Any advice,
1: Mark? Mark, any advice you give people about a river cruise based on your four trips?
0: They are not inexpensive, but they are the very best form of vacation that I have found today. I've traveled a lot. They are, it's absolutely different than the, than the big ocean cruises. Those things are basically like a floating frat party. These river boats, maybe 100 people or 120, you kind of get to know everybody. It's a, it's a laid-back atmosphere that you, when you pull up in a river at the dock, you don't have to go through this whole thing to get anywhere. You basically dock, walk across the street, you're in downtown Lyon hmm. or you're in Avignon. So I, I, I think they're wonderful. That's the one
2: I went on. I went on that, the Avignon one I went on last uh, December. Which cruise line did you go on?
0: I have done all four on AMA. The one I'm doing next year will be on Avalon. How about you?
2: I love AMA. I've been on AMA and Uniworld.
0: Yeah. AMA's ma- Uniworld's
2: amazing, best. too. Yeah. Uniworld's like a little more glitzy than AMA, but AMA, I love yeah. it. That's the that's most recent one I've been on. And I did that yeah. on the Mekong.
1: Sounds yeah. like it better we take a river cruise at some point. So you both did the, the same thing, river there's cruise. Two
2: things, there's two things that, that people complain about a river cruise. There's two things. One, it, I think it's the best way to travel. Again, because you see so much, and they leave you all right on these beautiful little hamlets. But people complain because there's no nightlife. Like if you like, woohoo and need a Cirque du Soleil show, and need casinos, you're not getting that on a river cruise. You might get a little band or a singer at night in the lounge, but that's no
1: it. Yeah, it works better one at a time. Mark, you liked it because oh, there's sorry, no. Deck? You're fine. You you liked it because there's no nightlife.
0: Uh, yeah. I sleep. Yeah, you have nice cocktails in the evening after dinner with your friends, or you can sit up on the weather permitting, you can sit up on the deck of the boat. And to me, that demure, nice, easy going stuff. But hey, I'm 67. You know, if I was 27, yeah, I'd probably want the nightclub. Yeah. But I don't want it now. And when I was 27, I couldn't afford river
1: cruises. I hear you. All right, Mark, thanks for checking in. We'll come back for another segment with Lisa, the Travel Girl. We're live, we're local, we're hometown. Well, the Stolberg Line listener is uh, suggesting that September is the best time to visit Iceland. Well, it's not a bad time, Lisa, as we're back with Lisa, the Travel Girl, few if you want to go in the winter time, you can try to see the northern lights. I don't know.
2: Exactly. Hmm. Anyway. Anytime, go ahead. It, Iceland's easy to get to, but it is it is more pricey when you get there. It's pricey when you get there.
1: Yes, uh, my advice to Paul is to be prepared. It's you can afford to go there, and you can afford really nice lodging, but any food or gas, you're going to pay through the nose for. You just got to be ready for that.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, when you travel, you gotta come back to spend money.
1: You were telling me that the Balkans have become a popular tourist destination.
2: Yes, because it's less expensive than going to well. Even Greece is one of the Balkans, but um, Greece, Italy, Portugal—they're they're they're the the, the go tos. I mean, people just love them. They're expensive. They're crowded in the summer, but people are starting to go to other places like Albania, Slovenia uh Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro, all those little places are you know it, 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 they're very cute and pretty. they're not as popular as some of the you know m- you know more popular places, but Romania, Bulgaria, you can actually even do a river cruise. You start on the Danube, you go like south, like from Budapest, you go down to Bulgaria and Romania, go through the iron gates and everything so that's that's even an option. Hmm. But they're not. These places aren't as crowded. Yeah.
1: What about, What about Portugal? Is that still a hot destination? Or... Uh, oh my! God.
2: I've 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 had more Portugal than the last two weeks. Yes, and hmm. I always suggest to people to go if you're going to go to Lisbon and then maybe you want to go north to Porto and then go south to Algarve. But you want to, if you can, do a couple of days in Madeira. It's it's a, about an hour flight from Lisbon. And it's magical. It's, it's like the Mafi coast of Portugal. It is gorgeous. Um, it's right off the coast of Casablanca and it is part of Portugal, but it's just mountainous and just, go- it's so pretty. It's just, oh my God, the the views are just breathtaking. It's like a sky ride up to the top of the mountain. And then to get down, this is really cool. They call them gondoliers too. And they're, they wear white outfits and little straw hats. Once you get to the top on the sky ride, you know, it's like, it looks like a, you know, like a ski lift kind of thing, enclosed to get to the top. And, and, you know, the views are magnificent of the water, the Atlantic Ocean. But once you get to the top, you know, you get back down, they put you in a basket with like, it's like a sled almost. It's like a basket you sit in, and the gondoliers push you down the mountain to get, to get to the bottom. Oh, dear. Which is kind of cool. Oh, dear. Yeah. Mm. No, no, it's fun. <laughs>
1: uh, a, a listener wants to know on the Stolberg line Where Lisa the Travel Girl plans to vacation this year
2: I I, I never know what's going to pop up When I woke up this morning I got invited and I'm going in March To Copenhagen I've never been there To Denmark um, I'm going to a travel show there I never know where I'm going to go Things just pop up But um, my husband, his bucket list He wants to go to Japan so I said maybe we should do that this year, but I'm not sure. I wanted to go to Israel, obviously I'm not going there. No, I wouldn't go there. Um, no, and my dream, I really, I'm all the top of my bucket list in South Africa. I'm gonna go to Cape Town, I'm gonna do a safari. My husband has no interest. <laughs> so maybe we are gonna try to get, get a travel show, or go with a friend or my daughter or somebody. I don't have my kids. But I, I definitely wanna go there. And you know what else is really big right now, too? What's becoming very trendy? What's is gorilla trekking. Gorilla trekking, like in Rwanda,
1: Gorilla trekking. You go trekking. You walk
2: around with the gorillas, yeah. <laughs> you have to get a license, and it's about $1,500 just to do that. But that's become very popular, believe it or not.
1: Well, that's something I would love to do if I could afford it, but it just sounds very expensive.
2: It is. It is expensive. But it's, it's cool. It's a, that's that's becoming a new thing to do.
1: Hmm. How about domestic travel?
2: You know, all the the state parks are always popular in them. Key West. Key West has a really beautiful, um, some nice all inclusive resorts. You know, in Florida, if you wanted to do that. Austin, Texas, is very big right now for travelers. Where else? Oh, up to like uh, Mackinac Island in Michigan is like always like really charming. Charleston, South Carolina. Um, where else? I mean, of course, the, you know, the, California the, is always the, popular yeah, the beauty, valley. The,
1: the beauty though of domestic travel is that there's no bad place. You can go in there's the no south. Bad place. You can go in the Midwest. There are places that you will just be blown away by, places you've never heard of.
2: Yeah, you know? I'm sure. Rocky Mountains, of course, are gorgeous, you know.
1: Are people still going to Hawaii or have the fires in Maui?
2: Oh no, I just had I just had honeymooners in Hawaii over Christmas. They they were supposed to originally go to Maui, but they ended up going to Kauai instead, which turned out lovely. But yes, Maui's back. You can go to Maui, yeah, absolutely.
1: How do you think um, these changes to the cruise line industry is going to going to affect them if they're gonna be welcome in less and less ports? How are they gonna to respond to that
2: long term? That's a good question. I don't. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I don't know. But it really has to be. There's got to be some kind of regulations because it's it's crazy. Like you said, there was eight thousand people at the Acropolis. That's that's not fun. You can't get. You can't. You can't even see it. You can't even take a picture. And also, even Italy. Like if you go in July and August, if you. And this has nothing to do with all cru- well, the cruise ships. It, just the people there alone. You can't even walk down the streets of, like, Sorrento because they're so crowded.
1: Yeah. Well, we saw that when we were on, the, on Santorino. Uh, Santorini. Santorini. Thank you. Yep. We, 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 got to the gondola, we got to the gondolas, and we got to the top, and it was just, like, wall-to-wall people. We found a place for lunch, and we looked out over the water. It was beautiful. It was majestic. But what we saw, Lisa, was, like, seven cruise ships just in a row. And it's like, oh. you know, it's just, and they're all here on Santorini. And so you wait, yeah. y- you wait in line. I think we waited in line about an hour and a half just to come back down on the gondolas at the end of the day. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah, uh, that's, so that's we wrap things up. Let's remind folks how they find you, Lisa. Uh,
2: Lisa the Travel Girl at Gmail. Or you can get into Cuts with Dave or Lisa the Travel Girl on Instagram. Yeah. It's easy to remember, right? Mm-hmm. And and don't forget, passports have to be valid for six months after your return. It's really important. All
1: right. And isn't this uh, there's some kind of uh, to go to Europe? There's a sales tax or something. Do you know about that?
2: Oh no! They're written, originally, we were going to need a visa, but I think they pushed that off another year.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Final thoughts, Lisa.
2: Travel, do it. Life's short. Go on the trip. Seriously. You yeah. know what? It's cut out restaurants and cut out stupid stuff.
1: Well, don't say that. Travel. We have a lot of people that depend upon people going to restaurants. Don't discourage that. But you
2: know you know, you know what I'm saying. You don't have to go for an $800 dinner.
1: Um, here's someone on the Stolberg text line. We were one of five cruise ships in Juneau, Alaska. I mean, it's out there. All right, Lisa, thank you. Off we go. News, traffic, weather. Jeff Bliss joins us next.